Welcome to Double Burst, a podcast about Dice Masters. We are a group of Utah players that want to bring you the latest Dice Masters news, strategies, tips, and more. Whether you're a new or seasoned player, we hope this show has something for you. I'm KT Data, one of your hosts, and welcome to episode 67. It is our Guardians of the Galaxy release day special, so let's just jump into the discussion. Okay, we are here with Dr. J, Steve the Sage, hey. and Ken Paul. How are you gentlemen doing tonight? Doing, doing well. Good. On, really good. On a off night of our normal recording. Um, so that probably means a new set came out, right? Or are we just getting together for no apparent reason? I really hope so. Otherwise, I'd like to like know what someone <laughs> slipped in my drink about three hours ago. <laughs> but um, so happy release day, everybody. It is the Guardian of the Galaxy set finally came out. I know we've been waiting for a while for, so long. for a new gravity feed, right? Because we've had team packs and starters. Um, but now we finally got a gravity feed that we can supplement the new Since team pack. Since Deadpool, and right? Batman. Batman. Oh, Batman. Oh. Batman. So that no, was Deadpool was almost one. a year ago. Yeah. <laughs> you actually Batman, forgot Batman. Batman was back in what May? May or something. Can't so forget Batman. That was just such it's a been good, a good, good few set. months again. Yeah. Yep. So, um, so let, let's kick it off. What are your guys' initial impressions? Let's get the doom and gloom out of the way first. As an aggro player, I do not like playing this set. <laughs> yeah, there, there's not a lot of aggro cards, right? Like it's. No. I I look through the cards and I don't see any win cons, and I start playing and I don't see how I'm going to come back. Like. Uh, to me, as an aggro player, your aggro options, I mean, there's a couple of specific cards at r- different rarities that can be played aggro, but for the most part, the aggro strategy in this set, I think, is draft cheap and attack fast. See, I I mean, my, are, are I there played, a lot of two-cost characters? Because I know there's, there's, there's there a, seems to be there's a lot a of actions There's, there's like a handful. There's the spot. There's Ricochet. Um... Oh, Black Widow. Well, Black, she there's not, there's a, a two cost. There's, there's a cost bunch of three costs. There's, there's a bunch a of three ton costs. of three costs. Yeah. Well, I I had a really good game against Steve though, just drafting the characters with infiltrate. So I had Squirrel Girl, I had the Spot, I had Ricochet, and I had Black Widow, and I had the rare Black Widow that gives each of your infiltrate characters if they if you, they do infiltrate they deal an extra damage, so it's two apiece. So I think that strategy would work really well in a draft if you're playing something like Big Entrance and you're just going cheap characters and throw them at run, the wall run infiltrate as aggro as possible Absolutely. i could see that i didn't i didn't really get anything with infiltrate so yeah. i have no idea how well you, you weren't rolling that well period. and i was rolling crap like <laughs> i i had two not so good games but throughout both of them and throughout the draft i was looking at it going i have no idea what my plan is i i, I mean every turn i rolled my dice and i went I guess I'll get this because I wasn't going, I hope I get at least a fist so I can buy this guy. It was every roll I was going, we'll see what the dice want to do. I have no idea. Yeah. Now I had, I had two, we played two different games. My first game, I had a bunch of characters with call out and my second game, I had a bunch of characters infiltrate. So this is a good comparison between the two, right? Between the two keywords. So if you guys aren't familiar with kind of the two keywords, so infiltrate is when a character die with infiltrate attacks and not blocked, you may choose to remove that, them from combat and not deal combat damage to your opponent. If you do, deal one damage to your opponent and return to your, your field zone. So it's kind of a blink transmutation. Yeah, with the damage with the damage included. Yeah, included. Plus there's cards that can actually increase that damage. As yeah. Well. yeah, and then with call out, when a ki- uh, this is one of my favorite like keywords they put on a card. Yeah, they, yeah. They've tried really to answer clear. a lot of the common questions that you get. So oh, yeah. it's call out. When a character die with call out attacks, you target 
an opposing character die. That targeted die can only legally block the attacking die that used callout on it, and no other die can legally block that die that used callout. If the die that used callout cannot be, cannot legally be blocked for any reason, such as an effect to make it unblockable, two different dice choose the same target for their callout. The die targeted with callout was KO'd, etc. The effect of callout is canceled. Yeah, so callout, wow. I think... Would it was really good? It was really fun playing with Callout against Steve. The problem was it was hard to clear his field with Callout. I think that a really good strategy would be to just put Callout and Infiltrate together, because the problem with Infiltrate is if they can get blockers out, then they can stop your Infiltrate characters from dealing any damage, and they're usually pick, pretty weak. Pick off their blockers with yeah. the Callout exactly, and use so, the Infiltrate on everything. So else. Agent Venom was a really good Callout card. I, I really liked him. His the one that I used is the common, and it's got the secondary ability where if he if he uses callout on a villain, he doesn't take any damage. There's like six villains in this set, so it wasn't amazing. But I could use it. You can use it to have the heavier characters with heavier stats block him and then get the infiltrate guys through on the side. And m- most of the infiltrate guys, they have two and three defense on their level two and three. Most of them don't have like one defense, so they're not going to get knocked out by sidekicks. So I really think if you put those two together, you can have a really good draft team and play with big entrance and they're all fairly cheap. So Mm -hmm. really good. Yeah. So what what, what do you actually like better? Do you like call out or do you like infiltrate better? Like if you only could choose one, say you pulled out a draft pack and one had one character had infiltrate and the other one had call out for drafting. Uh, I would go infiltrate. Um, Call out could be really useful and, and constructed, but call out call out is good if you're playing against someone with some like essential pieces in their field. So there's a lot of wild active cards in this set, and if someone has one of those out, like Quasar, whose ability is when he's out, your opponent can only use question marks as generic energy. Oh, that, that was fun to play that against and to play. You can use. There's so many good support cards in this. Yeah, set. you can use Quasar to, or you can use call out to get Quasar out of the field. And it's just really nice. Like a, another thing I was doing, I was playing against Steve. I got the Hulk out on level three. I had enough characters with call out that I could get the Hulk through completely unblocked because I had three characters with call out and I made all of his three other characters block them. Did you even look at the Hulk's ability or was it just straight? No, he, he, he used, <laughs> no, I, I used, he used the Hulk's ability well, to maximum. What ability was it? So it was the uncommon. His ability is. When one of your while he's active, when one of your characters is KO'd, you can spin him up a level. When he attacks, you can spin him down a level to deal two damage to your opponent's entire field. And so it it didn't help me a ton. I mean, it helped me a little bit against Steve, but he had usually characters with higher defense. He had Groot and a couple of others, so it was hard to get that to clear their field. But if you could get a second Hulk in the field, that's four damage. That's a lot and can really. That's, I mean, back, that's going back to the uh, Green Goliath days. Or, exactly. Mm-hmm. Or, and he, he is kind of a, a callback to that, you can tell. He's, kind of, he's not as strong. But he seems a lot more balanced now. He's, he's a lot more he's balanced. more balanced, although those yeah. fielding costs on him are <laughs> amazing. One across the board, and he's a 6-6-7-7-8-8. <laughs> six, six, seven, seven, eight, eight. So I think it's 5-5-6-6-7-7. Five, five, six, six, seven, seven. No, he's 8-8 no, eight, eight, eight on his big side? He's 8-8 hey, eight, eight on his big side, yeah. Hey, Wow. Yeah, I got hit, you know. <laughs> he got hit several times. Steve, Steve might know firsthand. My only saving Ooh. grace was I had the Groot that reduced it by two. So That mm-hmm. Groot is, is really good, too. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're really looking to stall out your games and wall up, play that Groot because Infiltrate 
won't matter. Y- you know, yeah. when you say wall up like that, I'm just thinking, oh, I probably should put one against many or betrayal on my team. <laughs> I want to. I want to make sure. I, I think that if, it, like does it feel kind of like that Age of Ultron style where you're just walling up a lot? It, it feels a lot like Age it's, of Ultron. I think that <laughs> the the idea that we've talked about of like drafting this with Age of Ultron, uh, I feel like I could retire on that because I'll never finish a game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like I could just well, we could just draft it and then set up and then I'll just go home because we're never ever yeah. going to finish. A- game. As we're playing, we just watch our four hundred one k's mature. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Like. That's going to be you our time play, limit. Yeah, hey. play with time limits. I mean, yeah, that's going to be our time limit. Hey, look, I can cash in my 401k now. I think we should stop playing. Hey, you, you know why it's this way? It's because they want us to pass time till the uh, next set comes out. Oh, yeah. That's right. We'll just be playing wall-up games until yeah, the next that might be There out. are some win conditions in this set, okay? Don't let Kenneth no, confuse everybody. There, there are some win conditions in this set. So, like I said, I don't like playing the set by itself because of my play style. Like... I am my my natural instinct has a handicap in this set. This is not an aggro set. It's just not. Uh, that said, you know there to- is a ton of support in this set, and I cannot wait to start brewing yeah, with it. So There's so many cool things to brew with. Yeah. So here's here's the question because I mean it is the Guardians of the Galaxy set. Does this set actually make? Guardians a viable affiliation to play. I mean, because we. I think the it's the only affiliation to yeah. play in the set. If, you, <laughs> really? if, you're, yeah. if you're trying to draft another uh, another affiliation, you're going to get two cards, and they're going to fail. Actually, you it, can do Avengers, but Avengers yeah. you could yeah. probably yeah. do. But Marvel half Knights, the Avengers yeah. are also Guardians. I mean, yeah. like. There's there's a, a ton of support for guardians in the set. Yes, and there's a lot of characters that are guardians that I would not have thought were guardians. I mean. Agent Venom is a guardian in this set. I wouldn't have thought that going in. You wouldn't have thought that because you don't read comic books. <laughs> you know, for someone who has a profession that reads a lot, it's amazing how like le- less leisurely reading you do. I do almost no leisurely reading. There's no time to read leisurely reading. <laughs> um, all right, so um, kind of going back to the point. So we were talking about win conditions. So what are some win conditions that are there? So keeping in mind that this is less of an aggro set that you may have to slog it out a little bit to get your win condition. Madam Web, the rare Madam Web is, uh, I think she's a solid win condition. She's basically the old spider bomb combo from back in the day. But her ability is when she attacks, you may pay two generic energy. If you do, all opposing character dice must block Madam Web this turn. So this is like Black Bolt Medusa in one card. You know, you attack with it, everything has to block, and all your other characters go unblocked. So if you're running her with uh, Infiltrate, you, you can attack with all these characters and still have a field to block with next turn. So it kind of also takes away the the Black Bolt Medusa where you needed to basically do everything in one punch in order to finish the game. Uh, you don't have to do, you don't have to deal with that in this game if you get this Madam Web. She's a rare, which means you're not necessarily likely to get her. But if you do pull her, then definitely take her. Well, that's why I didn't see her because that sounds great. If you don't, <laughs> if you don't pull her, you're probably not going to see her because yeah. I think she's going to be one of the first cards yeah. taken. Yeah, have, that have, sounds have, like a first. Have you pick. Not, noticed a lot of these win conditions are probably more in the rare range than the common uncommon? There's yeah. a lot of really good rares in this set. Yeah. Yeah, there are. Uh, uh, the the squirrel girl is the rare is kind of similar to that. Uh, yeah, what's her ability for squirrel girl? Just a second. The rare squirrel girl. That's, her ability is she, when she attacks, she deals X damage to your opponent, where X is the difference between her attack and the number of characters who didn't block her 
No, who do who, who are blocking who, who are blocking her. So if her attack is five and she's blocked by two characters, then she does three damage to the, your opponent. The wording on the card, it doesn't have to just be blocking her. Oh, it's just blocking it. Blocking period. characters. Blocking. So she okay. is an a good, strong early card. Yeah. She loses steam once your once your opponent gets four characters out because I believe her attack tops out at either four or five. I think it tops out of five. Well, it might be four actually. Yeah, I mean, so, but you could you could yeah. always boost attack. Yeah, like, yeah you know, it's not enough. like there's it, it's not like there's a dead end there. But you yeah. could play that with uh, uh, the fist plus two attack when they're blocked. Cone of cold. cone of gold. Yeah. Cone, cone of gold global. You could you could do some damage. Uh, with I that. love that global. That's a beautiful global. I've done some things with it. Yeah, I'm yeah. rest this because he's the kind of guy who's like, oh, how can I how can I make these fists work even more for me when he's brewing his team because he's got one now where like every fist is going to deal three damage or something. And that this squirrel girl would work well on his teams. <laughs> He's gonna listen to this, and we're gonna see it on his team now. Thanks for. There's so much support in this. He's gonna have a field day. Do, do you like, think? Do you think I he's gonna run into like brewing like paralysis because well, it's too much? What I yeah, think, honestly, I think that what's Russ. gonna happen with Russ is it's going to clear up. All of his teams. So he's got. <laughs> we all know he's got twenty several teams that he's working on, and. Every one of them is missing that one sweet piece, and I think that each of those sweet pieces is in this set. Oh, I don't. So many sweet pieces. And then there, he's gonna I, put I, I honestly, I can't say that there's anything aside from the the new super rare not Gabby. Uh, there's that. That's about the only thing that I can think of to like really truly build around in this set. I haven't seen anything that makes me go, "Oh, I can't wait to build around that." But almost every card that I've picked up, I look at and I go, well, that would slot in in this archetype or that archetype. Like, there's support for just about everything out yeah, there. Yeah, this is definitely a set for brewers. Like, if you love brewing, I mean, this set was made for you because it's not, it's not like brain dead, you know, I'm going to take this one card that's really good from this set and build a team with that. It's not the lantern ring. There's no lantern ring in here. This is to help you out with your other teams. And that's why I, I love this set so much. It's not because I want to draft it like crazy, because like you said, in set, it's kind of slow, kind of clunky. But when you mix these cards with other sets, I mean, they can be so powerful, yeah. so strong. Yeah, like one of the cards, and I, I just realized it's probably the uncommon because the common ability is garbage on this, um, <laughs> it's, is the uncommon Captain America. His ability is something along the lines of when he attacks and is blocked and is not KO'd at the... So it's at the end of your attack step when he attacks and is, is not KO'd. Um, he deals his damage equal to his attack to, to your To your opponent. Yeah. So, I mean, I sort of got it to work inset, but what I really need is just a force block and then use blink transmutation and beautiful things are going to... Five damage? Yeah. That's disgusting. Beautiful okay, things are going to happen, man. You just <laughs> need blink, blink transmutation because at a certain point, it's like, okay... You can either block it, or I'm just going to keep taking it back. That's and I'll not just keep that good, actually, it's, because I just won't block him, and I'll save a yeah, mask to blink it back myself. That's why I need that force block with Wasp. So I can oh, just, oh, right, right, right. <laughs> so, so dumb. So it's dumb. Gonna, it's going to be beautiful. I'm excited How, to, to, yeah. to make that work. Yeah, if you don't roll any masks, you're left at his mercy, mm -hmm. which yeah. is not fun. <laughs> yeah. Had um, some really good games against Kevin tonight. I, <laughs> the thing I noticed with this set is not so much... There's a lack of win conditions, as we've been discussing, but the win condition for this is basically wearing down your opponent. 
Yes. Yeah, there's a lot of nickel and diming in this set. It's a, really hard to get a really big like if you if you're waiting till you get twenty in the field and you're swinging for the fences, you're playing the wrong set because yeah, it's going to be next is, to impossible. Yeah. That that is really hard to do because I actually had to try to do that on our second round because. I got the super rare Star Lord where he gives all your guardian characters call out. Um, and so my whole idea was to get enough big guys on the field and then pick call out so I could get those big guys through, um, which didn't work too well because <laughs> right. it, 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 it took a while to get all the characters. And usually if you're playing against somebody else who's chipping away at you, it's going to be really, really hard to kind of maintain the, the, the difference between the two. Um, but like... That's that's another one because like call out and with the guardians team, um, I think I saw that one variation. Did who who played a different variation of kind of an all guardians team? Because it's really hard not to just draft all guardians. I, I against it. I tried really hard to make the uncommon Yondu work. And that's I never the, rolled him. Is that the he, when when he's fielded, he deals one damage to your opponent for each of your active guardians characters. It I think it's an awesome ability. I think it would have done really good things. Uh, I never rolled him. I, I tried rolling him like three times. It didn't work. I, no. I was rolling like crap. Yeah. Uh, I, and, and I you, couldn't like get Like a couple anything. times, you could have gotten me for like five, four or yeah, five. The, the, could have fielded him. The two games that we played, I, I tried a couple of different strategies. I couldn't really get anything going. I felt like uh, that Yondu is kind of like within set, he's a build around. Um, I don't think that in Unlimited, I don't think that Guardians is still strong enough to build around Guardians, but... In a limited environment, I could I could see building around him. Even in a all of Marvel limited environment, I could see building around that Yondu and, and really using Guardians. Um, but I, that I think, that was the Guardians I archetype. Think, I, I think for. you could build around Guardians if you build with that super rare Star Lord. And one of us pulled that. I think it was Kevin, yeah, it was me. Kevin pulled it. He he never fielded it or played it. But what it does is it gives all of your Guardians characters call out. And I think that's so good. Just having played with a few characters with call out, the ability to give it to all of your guardians characters. If you have three in the field, I mean, you can basically surgically clear your opponent's field and have almost nothing bad happen to you. Yeah, and and, and like I said, the only reason that it didn't work out too well is just I think in a draft format it's a lot harder because you need a lot more cheaper guardians, and the guardians tend to be on the four, three, four or higher bandwagon so it's hard to yeah. kind of get enough but you could play yeah. you could play with the rocket from civil war i mean there's a bunch of guardians yeah. from age of ultron you could ma- i think you could make it work and make it somewhat competitive yeah now there, the cosmo is actually a pretty good support card for this yeah wh- which one the, the, the common the, the i actually use the rare uh what's his ability is when he's uh blocked and ko'd anything that goes that is un that goes through on uh for direct damage only does two damage doesn't deal any more than two damage. So if they attack... Up, up to two. Yeah. So he'd be really good with, like, a force attack, and you can force a couple of beefy characters to attack, knock out Cosmo, and let that Hulk go through and only take two damage. So I think he works really well with the force attack team. Yeah. The, but he doesn't work good against uh, Callout. Yeah. No. Because yeah. no. <laughs> you're just chipping away. <laughs> the, the, the one card that... I can't believe I'm actually saying this, um, that I actually liked playing, I don't know how viable it is in the long term, is the rare moon dragon where when while she's active whenever you field a guardian's character you spin all your guardian di- character die up one level yeah so, so she's she's pretty good on a guardian's team yeah in set i think more so than out of set because she's a five cost right yeah 
Yeah, so, and her, her stats aren't amazing for a five cost, but I mean, the fact that you can spin up all your Guardians characters, the Guardians characters can have some pretty good yeah, stats. Yeah, because I remember oh, yeah. I was playing against Ken, and it didn't take, it t- if you feel two Guardians on one turn, all your characters are pretty much level three at that point. Boy, if you can get that Groot up to its level three, even though he has a, a weak attack, he's got a huge, Oh my gosh, Steve didn't roll Groot yeah. once on level one. And I could have taken him out, you know, on level one with any of my characters because I had call out, but none of them had enough to get past his seven defense. So that is that that, that's his really, level really two. Good. He's an eight on level three. Yeah, I, I think I, it was a six to seven. So level two is a six and level three is a seven. But yeah, maybe that's why he's still got big defense and it's really hard to get past him. Yeah. Now, now maybe I just got to put vibe on everything, right? No, we're gonna make vibe work somehow. Well, I, I made it work, and so like in an unlimited setting, but it kind of led me to the different path where vibes probably not gonna be used. The, the thing, <laughs> the thing I noticed about the guardian characters is kind of like the team, the guardian team itself. There's they all they got abilities all over the place, and and you, know, you got your Adam Warlock, and he does really crazy things. Yeah, so oh speaking of that Adam Warlock, I think my favorite out of all the Adam Warlocks right now, even though I didn't try the Uncommon, the Uncommon has me itching to try it too. I played against but, you with the Uncommon. Yeah. Yeah, but I like the Common. It's while Adam Warlock is active, your character dies when field effects trigger twice. So one game I was playing against, again, I was just using that and Mantis. I was prepping two die per Mantis I was fielding. So like I think there was a couple times I fielded two, and I'm like, all right, I'm going to be rolling... Four extra dice. Yeah, you extra. just rolled everything every turn. It was, it was really, really cool. How are you, how are you refielding Mantis? Were you just attacking well, over there? It was luckily we were playing in a game where Kenneth had two superhero registration acts. Uh, so it yeah, ma- yeah. that just made my life yeah. easier. KO that. Yeah. KO that. I was like, I'll bring superhero registration act. I'll use a couple of them so that I can buy up my expensive guardians and field them and my Yondu. And then he'll probably get one of them. And every time he uses that, I'll be able to KO my Yondu. <laughs> that never... I, I don't even know. That die... As far as I know, that die doesn't even have yeah, character it, 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 it just has bolts and double yeah, bolts on it. it's just bolts and bolts. Like, it's... There's no character face on Yondu. That's yeah, which is unfortunate because I feel like a character would do really good things yeah. with the might, words might, on the card. Might, might be good for your Manticore team if it rolls yeah. bolts like that. Right? <laughs> well, Except for he's expensive. For the uh, uncommon... I, I really like this one. The uncommon what Adam Warlock is is when he's KO'd by combat damage, move any character dice that damaged him this turn to his card. When fielded, return those character dice to their owner's field zone at, at the same level. I think this is a this is a perfect example of how there was so much hype about this set, and it's because people were thinking of all these awesome uses for these cool cards, and the cool cards don't work great in draft. Like this one really was, I mean, Steve used it against me and it was kind of, it was a cool ability, but it didn't really help him all that much because I was using call out on his characters and I was, you know, knocking them out. And then he but, would. But with a force block on him. Yeah, with a force block on him, he would knock, he would knock it out and then take it. But okay, when, when fielded, return those character dice to their owner's field zone at the same level. At what level? Like, that's one thing I didn't understand. I think the it's the same level as when, when you took them away. So well, what if they got knocked out? Does it still come back into the field at the same level? I mean, the yeah, card they, says it comes back at the same level. Yeah, it'll probably right? be at the same level. So yes. if you knock out their character with Adam Warlock, it's coming back into the field. Well, just don't field Adam Warlock again. You can choose not to field them. I mean, but like, in draft, it's not that easy because you yeah. may need blockers or something. 
Steve uh, needed blockers in order to stop my yeah. call-out stuff from happening. Yeah. So it was kind of... Uh, I'm just glad that it says keep right. KO'd by combat damage. So, I don't know, some king somewhere is not going <laughs> to be able to fully yeah. shenanigans. You know, it. I think about the last set that we did one of these for where we draft and then we play it and that was obviously the batman set that came out and i thought to myself man this is not an easy one to draft flip is really a difficult thing that set is so easy to draft compared to this <laughs> like, well, is that like this one doesn't pre- like there are no obvious win cons to me i mean like infiltrate could be used as one but that depends a lot on if everyone's going for infiltrate, that quickly becomes a not option because everyone's going to grab them up. Um, you know, maybe you could use call out to to get to a win con. But again, if you're not the only person doing that, I mean, there's four of us playing. You going for Jared going for all of the infiltrate or all of the call out? It's a little more doable because there's that just higher hard. chance of it there's coming only around. four of us. Yeah. You don't, you double that number. Someone else has that idea, and it's going to take away a lot of power from Jared's strategy. Um, yeah, it is. So even the, the win cons that we've found that are available, they're not that easy. They're, not, they're just not going to be yeah, that Yeah, it's going to take yeah. some setup. It is, it is probably important to, to note here, too, that the characters that have Infiltrate, oftentimes that ability is only on one version of their card. What, like the commons typically have the Infiltrate ability on them, so if you get the spot with Infiltrate, it's on the common. So if you're wanting to stop people from getting a lot and you really want to hate draft this set, you got to take those uncommon versions of those cards to stop your opponent from getting more infiltrate dice than than that. And if you are going for call out, if you're going for the call out ability or you're going for the infiltrate ability, take the uncommons if they come by, even if they don't have that ability on them hoping that you'll get one later on or if you have to just pull stop, them in your or stopping you to, anybody else from getting them yeah exactly the, the, they'll just have because if you get somebody who gets four ricochets with infiltrate you're gonna have a hard time stopping the infiltrate damage from coming through because that's just a lot of small characters with infiltrate uh so sidekicks are really important in this draft and for yeah, these guys you've the, got yeah, to yeah. field you've got to field yourself yeah, is, yeah isn't there a dun 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 again too that even like encourages you to field sidekicks because he gets like a plus one attack for every sidekick you have on your on the field yeah i think and, and he's, he's not that expensive of a character either dum dum no. duggan he gets plus one attack for each of your sidekick dice in the field zone yeah is that a the, two cost shield yeah and he's an uncommon right so he's an uncommon you should yep. be able to get one of those yeah and yep. then there's the sword agent which gives for each sidekick he gives gives them all one defense or something like that so yeah yep so speaking of combos ken you had a pretty cool one with daisy johnson and the drax right yeah, it's uh, is it the common Drax or was it the uncommon Drax? I know it was the uncommon Daisy Johnson. I think it's the uncommon Drax, the one that gets plus three attack. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's the uncommon Drax. So let me got yeah. a pile of cards in front of me here. Yeah, it's the uncommon. So uncommon Daisy Johnson is you can pay. So when she attacks, right, you can pay up yeah. to three shields. When she attacks, you can pay up to three shields for each shield in play. Daisy Johnson deals one damage to all other character dice. And then the Drax, uh, once per turn while he's active, when another character is knocked out, he gets plus three attack. And he's got decent stats. I mean, he's uh, he's like a five four. He's a he's a two four three five and four six. 
I managed to roll mine at level three. Yeah, because you were, I I swear you were attacking at seven. <laughs> they were pretty large. I mean, I'd, I'd attack with Daisy, and if I had a sidekick in the field, I'd pay one shield, get rid of my sidekick, get rid of Kevin's sidekicks because it does one damage to everything. And then I'm attacking with seven attack Draxes, and that was pretty cool, except that... He I, was always able to block. Yeah, because I I had the I had the I think it was the rare Drax that gives plus one defense plus one attack to my to, all your guardians. To, to guardians, and I was still using the moon dragon moon to dragon boost to them all at level up, three. Yeah. So I was just surviving barely somehow with that. Um, and so like but like I really like that combo, especially if you can somehow like out of set it's, if you could make them unblockable or something. Yeah, like that. it's absolutely got potential. I mean, if if I would have brought Overcrush, that would have caused. Oh, that was, I mean, it would have yeah. caused you minimum problems because you kept fielding and being able to spin up with Moon Dragon and this stuff. Daisy but, Johnson, this uncommon could be really nasty on a Shield Ring team because then you yeah, can to clear you can the way. Yeah. So you you attack, you deal the ring damage, and then you pay Shield and clear out their field. Boy, that could be nasty. Yeah. I, I kind of like the, uh, um, what was it, Nebula, that when your opponent does their clear and draw step, you can pick one of their dice and send it back to their bag, and then they draw something else. That worked really well for me against Kevin, and then it worked really well for Kevin against me also. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> I was amazed that aside from the, the handful of times that, Kevin drew the only four dice in his bag. Aside from that, yeah, I don't th- think... Thanks to Mantis emptying yeah. out my bag. <laughs> it, so, so there's nothing. If you drop something in his bag, that's going to be the same thing he pulls back out. He's got an empty bag. Aside from that, I don't think either of us once pulled back out the same thing that we mm-hmm. had put in. Yeah, and oh, it was, it's kind of a fun was, mini game to play, too. Yeah. Just like, like, show me what you got. Like, I saw the ability. I was like, well, that seems kind of fun. Let's try it. And I was like, it's working. It's, it's working. I, I mean, it's kind of a mild inconvenience it's a nuisance yeah. it's not it's not huge yeah what's well, huge, huge fun is- it, it and it can be like you know on on turn uh you know three it might not be huge but on turn seven it might be if all you need is to get that one die out or to roll that one die the right way and it doesn't come out or it comes out and then it gets sent back and doesn't come out again that's brutal like yeah. that really can mess up someone's yeah, game. Yeah, and it gets worse because when you have the quasar, where you can only spend your question marks as generic energy. Oh, I love oh, that, that just sucks. Because yeah, like I just sent your character back, and you pulled a sidekick, and you rolled question marks. Have fun with that. Yep. <laughs> yeah. It, there was a few times that it was like, yeah, that thing's working, and it's working really good. I did notice that. Uh, I think the cosmic cube, the the common one, powered by Microsoft. Yes. The the common cosmic cube, I think, is kind of the answer to it because... Uh, oh, that's that's one of the best churn mechanisms in yeah, this, so, within So set. with that one, during your clear and draw step, when you draw this die from your bag, you may send it and any other dice you've drawn this turn out of play. For each die sent out of play, draw a die. As the active player, you get to choose priority. So I go, all right, pick your die. Now I'm going to send these this junk out of the way. Uh, it's, I mean, obviously that one, the, the Cosmic Cube is only going to work on the turns that you draw. Yeah, is it a three cost? It's a three cost, three cost bolt. Yeah, yeah three cost bolt. So it's only going to work on the turns that you draw it where Nebula works every single turn. But that is kind of an inset counter if you, if you it, like, we're going to start a league next week where we're going to be playing with Guardians teams and honing them over the course of like a month and a half, and we're going to play a whole bunch. Yep. 
if someone starts messing with me with Nebula all the time, I'm going to try my best to get the cosmic cubes. Just no, you're not doing that yeah. anymore. I'm going to shut that down. <laughs> yeah, I played with I played with two of them, and I, I think I only I think I only had two in the game. But two of them was really interesting because I mean I was oh any time I pulled it and a bunch of sidekicks would be like pitch those. And it almost got a little frustrating to me at one point because I was looking at my use pot and I was like, there's nothing but sidekicks and cosmic cubes there. You know, because all my characters were out in the field. I had, or I had nowhere. I had the nowhere that you put it in the field and then you pay one more for your characters and you put it in there. And then when you want, you send it to the use pile and dump them all in the prep area. So even when I was buying characters, I was putting them, I wasn't putting them in the use pile. So I felt like the cosmic cube wasn't doing anything because it was just churning my sidekicks. But I could really see it being. But I saw it being useful when I'd attack and Steve would let some of my characters go through because it took way less time for them to come back out. Because you can just pitch those four dice, draw new ones. If you get another Cosmic Cube, you pitch those and you keep going until you get what you need. It's really, really good churn and set. Yeah, I only grabbed one and I never ended up using it because I was trying to field characters and not die. <laughs> Didn't work, by the way. Uh, but I looked at it and I was like, man, this kind of is the answer, but I only had one die. So I was like, eh, I don't, it's not going to be consistent enough. And I'm, I'm, I'm doing, I'm far enough behind now that this isn't going to help me. Yeah. Now, uh, there's one thing I noticed about this set is there's not a lot of uh, ramp in this. Set. Yeah, I think we. Oh, no. I think the two biggest ones are that um, cosmic cube and the mantis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the bit, the biggest form of ramp There's, in this set is the uncommon collector, because mm-hmm. then you just get to pick the die and put it in your use pile. Oh, oh, actually, the biggest, the biggest form of ramp in this is the rare Ghost Rider, oh. which, which <laughs> he has underdog. He's a four cost ma- uh, mask, and it's underdog when fielded. Um, prep a you die. Prep a die. Yeah, compare <laughs> compare that to Mantis. The which common the, Mantis. The common Mantis, which is a three cost mask, and just says when fielded, you prep a die without underdog at all. <laughs> yeah, there's a couple of Mantis. I know that I had a Mantis that when she was KO'd, I would prep a die that I don't think ever. I happened. think they just reskins a ton of but, Mantis. Yeah, on there. I, I <laughs> but there are there, there's a few. Uh, I I also think that if you are running it right, that uncommon daisy johnson where you pay the shields and do the damage that could be used as ramp too because she could be. for one shield you're dumping all of your sidekicks that are in the field into your prep area for your next turn yeah so and triggering uh, your green goliath yes yeah <laughs> no <laughs> yeah but but like I if said, you want to you're gonna want to field sidekicks but if yeah. you're just in this set yeah so you it, are really gonna want to field sidekicks. that if you can't get any other ramp anywhere that Daisy Johnson is kind of an option. It's probably the least reliable of the very few options because you've got to field your sidekicks and then get a shield and attack and KO everything, and then your next turn you get you get ramp. But it's there. It's an option. Yeah, because did you notice the cost is a little more, uh, more on the high end, right? Or were, or were there's guys a not lot passing of, a lot of cheap characters? There's a lot of reskins <laughs> with really high fielding costs. Yeah. They're like, I, I feel like all of the new dice have reasonable fielding costs, and all of the reskins is like, oh, yeah. Like Drax? This is like and Gamora? Yeah. It's a lot <laughs> of, oh, yeah, Gamora. so this is why Age of Ultron played so slow, because it costs you a million energy to field things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would, would, oh, man. I totally forgot what I was going to say. Never mind. 
Go on. Sounds great. As always. <laughs> As always. Perfect. With that. Can so, we quote that? Yeah. Yes, yeah. you can. So what? So I know we did, saw some spoilers early on because, I mean, a lot of the set was spoiled prior to the, the release. Yeah. Were there any cards that you were super, super excited about? And then when you actually hit the table with it, it was a little, you know, you might have been whelmed or underwhelmed. I... I was excited to see what the other Ronin the Accusers were because we'd only seen the common up till now, and I saw the uncommon, and it's pretty bad in set. Pretty bad (laughs) overall. So he's a seven cost, and his ability is when fielded, KO all opposing villain characters. So, I mean, if you're playing against villains and you can afford to buy him, then he's not terrible. But I really wanted him to be better, and so I haven't seen the rare yet. I don't know what the rare does because we didn't pull one. So I'm really hoping the rare redeems it. Otherwise, I'm just going to be upset because he was one of my favorite characters and I was very yeah. underwhelmed. Since, since he's one of your favorite characters, so if any of you guys are listening and have a lot of common uh, Ronan the Accuser, email doubleburst at ktdata.net. I'll get you an address so you can send them to <laughs> Mail me. Yeah. I'll just go out to the mail all the time and get Ronan dice and cards yeah. and be like, oh my gosh. <laughs> like, I was hoping for bills. <laughs> like, 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 well, I'll have them send them to me and I'll just gather them and like just, once a week I'll just dump a bunch of Ronan dice and cards dude, over here. if I get enough of them, I'll build a dice tower out of Ronan <laughs> dice. It'd be awesome. I'd I've got a cannon. We could probably launch them at him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dice-shaped welts all over my yeah. back. Honey, what'd you do today? Uh, Ronan the accuser came to visit. That's right. Oh, I was no. accused. <laughs> Don't send Kevin your Ronan dice. Don't do oh, that. Come on, guys. You know it'd be fun. Don't do it. I'll film it. <laughs> uh, the things that I was looking forward to, I'm still looking forward to because they were all like I everything that I saw in the spoilers leading up to us actually opening and playing it. Uh, I was excited to play in a more unlimited format, whether it's modern or golden age. And there's still a lot of stuff that I want to brew and I want to I want to play with. I want to add the kiln to a satchel team, and it's going to be so cool. <laughs> which, I think which kiln? Which I one? think it's the common. Is the common one. that the common increases one that, the price? Of yeah, <laughs> it makes it so the cost of your characters goes up by one for every character you have in the field. It makes the possibility of a truly characterless action team, it makes it yeah. a possibility. And, and by the way, in draft, you're, you're playing with fire with that card. My you are. <laughs> don't play with that card in draft. Like, don't play with, like, set yourself on fire. Don't play with kiln in draft. That's ridiculous. Now, Just don't do that. I played with the uncommon, and that one's <coughs> kind of, it's good, but it's bad. If you're going to play that uncommon, which is... Um, it's basically a, a form of imprisoned. Oh boy! That oh yeah, the uncommon kill. That that was just bad. Well, what was its ability? So its, it's ability. It's such a frustrating ability too. There were times when he'd roll it, and I'd be like, "Please don't roll that die for both our sakes." <laughs> or just don't put it in the field zone. Yeah. All so right. what it does is it's re- a, read it. It's continuous. Randomly select a character die from each player's field zone and place them under the kiln until the kiln leaves the field zone. And you guys found when, probably... Do you, how do you pick when, how, like, so, how, Yeah, yeah. How, how do you guys so, find, found the most effective way to do this? So it depends on how many dice you have in the field. So if 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 Steve had three character dice in the field, I just rolled a six-sided die and said one and two is this one, three and four is this one, five and six is this one. If he's at four in the field, I don't know. I'd need like a D8. You know, basically you need all the all the role-playing dice in order to figure this thing out. What? And then assign them numbers and then roll the dice. Or I just picked the cards up and shuffled yeah, them, Yeah, he too. picked the cards up and shuffled them, and then he had a sidekick, and I was like, well, what do we do now? So he grabbed another just random card, <laughs> and I pulled it, and I was like, wait, 
I don't. You don't have this card. Oh, it's a sidekick. Are, are, are we gonna have to bring two two uh, dice bags now to something, man? <laughs> see if that works. So that was no, the, that was the, the frustrating thing about that. Is like, please don't field it because it's gonna take so much time for us to figure out which random die it's gonna be. Yeah. See, I'm good at randomizing my thoughts. I I think that I could just. I thought of this randomly. That's the one that needs to go, and you can just trust <laughs> that. That'll be fine. I, yeah. But see, scouts honor. I don't know. Uh, like it, I'm sure. <laughs> But the that'll other, be just fine. The, the, the KNG, the Kenneth <laughs> yeah, number but generator. The, but the other yeah, a- exactly. aspect, like KNG, that one. <laughs> the other aspect of this die, though, is when you are a character die, you control damage your opponent, send this die to the use pile. So now you have to think, do I want to damage the opponent? Yes, yeah, like imprisoned, it stops it. But I mean, he, he, Steve used it and he took his, uh, he had his own sidekick and he had my spot. And then he took my Hulk on level three. Mm. And so he's sitting here like, if I attack, he's going to block all my characters. If I attack enough and get one of them through, he's going to get his Hulk back next turn, and then I'm going to have an empty field. It was a really like yeah. weird decision, and you didn't want to attack at all. And, and really, you don't want to have two of them out there because, you know, it, even if you do get the character that, you know, imprisoned on it, and Steve, Steve had this. He had this brilliant idea. He was like, "Watch this." He didn't have any characters in the field. He played the kiln, and he took my my Hulk. But then he, re- but I think later on it kind of re- we came to the realization that if he attacks and lets those through, I get two characters back and he gets one. So it's like you almost want to have your own characters <laughs> you have more in there. to be taken by the kill. <laughs> yeah. if you're going to play with it. It's or, weird, or just you know have a bunch of sidekicks out there or something. So, yeah, that was a goofy yeah. card. The kill, really the kill is definitely the the common one. Is one that I'm excited to brew with because that it'll one slot right good. into my satchel. Everything and it'll expensive be so for cool. everybody else. Uh, so dumb. Another one that I'm really excited to play with is the uncommon Thanos, which I drafted and it sat there. And it looked expensive. I, and actually, I never even got close to. I actually got the it. uncommon Thanos with yeah. the uncommon collector. What was his ability? The turn that I beat Steve. So I bought it. I got it. Put it into my used pile, and then I beat Steve. Attacked with him. So I didn't actually see how it worked. Hold on. Well, you at least you bought it. Yeah. Yeah. What was his ability? For <laughs> no, he didn't buy it. The collector got it. The collector got it. So his ability is when you field him, you name an opposing character die. Your opponent cannot field that character die, and when that character die goes to the used pile, your opponent takes four damage. Four damage. Four yeah. damage. So, so it's like okay, if you if you roll him as a character, you can't field him, and if you don't re-roll him as energy, you're going to take four damage. But if you re-roll him as energy and you're spend gonna it, it's going to take four damage. Yep. The, the way that it's worded, <laughs> or not even spend it, just keep it. If it just so, it, like essentially, when if you draw it, you're screwed. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. So it's a seven cost. So it's it's a reach. It is a like reach. like if you want that to be your win con, you got to plan on it. Yeah. You got to plan on it early. You got to plan on a seven. That's cost. That's the kind of thing that you put in place on a dark side team in place of Gorilla Grodd or in place case in in place of Bahamut or whatever your big beat stick is. You put him in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then um, use it to call out their shriek, so they can't see build it. it and they can't blank him. I look at it and I go, if I can get that out fast enough to call out your guy gardener. Oh god! Oh, I geez. just won the game. Yeah, like with one card, I won the game because by the time that I can get a seven cost as fast as I could get it, you've already got four guy gardeners that you're probably trying to stall in the field. If I can KO them, if I can get them out of the field somehow without taking all of that damage, you're done. Multiple, he'd work, he'd work multiple like man, a Seren- multiple man. You're done. Serena, you are done, done. If you're playing against someone with Serena, I mean. They're pretty yeah. much done. They, they either will attack and you won't spin anyone down or whatever. You'll spin them down. You'll let them through. 
and then they take all that they take double the damage you took yeah just sending them to the use pile i mean uh, you exactly. just you i mean just joke around that's all there is <laughs> there is so much that can be done with that thanos it's really just uh kind of cracking how fast you can get a seven cost i yeah with good rolls i was able to consistently get a six cost on my second or third roll i think it was my third roll and like that wasn't hard. I was doing that a lot. I was getting a six cost a lot on my third turn. I don't think it's a big reach to start getting a seven cost. And that thing is so hard. Any sort of aggro team is just shut down. Like, cause by your fourth, third or fourth turn, when you're buying Thanos, they should have bought their aggro plan. Yep. And it just, roll them. Sure. Yeah. And, Put them in use. And, take and, four damage. And even, Goodbye. even on, even on against teams that have control elements, he is a control card himself. He's a control card that deals a crap ton of damage. And mm-hmm. so if they have shriek or something like that, or wonder woman, you use it on that die and then they can't field it again. And, yeah, and he's beefy. Damage. So you, even if they're on the field, you could probably use him in a force block to just get rid of that card. Oh, yeah. Just, yeah. He's got yeah. monster. His stat. Get minimum out of defense is seven. I think. Yeah. He's like a five seven eight eight nine nine, so yeah, he's got really huge yeah. stats. A- am I the only one who's thinking right now? As Russ is listening to this, by the way, hi Russ. Hope you enjoy your fishing trip. Um, that he's like thinking of a Black Lantern Aquaman team oh, for him to get around this. Like, <laughs> I could see him trying to build a team to counter this card. To counter Thanos. Yeah, so he can just unbuy. If I can just stuff. unpurchase my <laughs> dice, then. Thanos won't won't work on me anymore. <laughs> the easier way is get some removal mechanism and get him out of the field. That yeah. way, KO him with an action. Yeah, he's a mask, so he's easy to protect. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, he's, he's gonna do something with truce to knock it out. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So overall, so we're we're running a little out of time now. So overall, what are your kind of like takeaways from this set? I know that we've only played you know, a couple rounds on it. The set just came out today, um, but I think you guys want to hear our initial thoughts and stuff. So what are some takeaways that you may want people to think when they might be going into the weekend for a rainbow draft? My, my initial thoughts are this is a hard set to draft. Um, so just play one against many in betrayal. Yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, Don't do that. As, as far as drafting goes, I would actually work look more towards the keywords than actual characters. I would probably go with the, the call, call out and the infiltrate and try to draft those as much as you can. That's probably pretty sound. Uh, uh, along and, with that, bring ramp. Yeah. Yeah. Like, for, yeah. I, I am so, I'm, like, this is the first time that I'm like, oh, I am so glad they reprinted Resurrection because that helped me a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I was, I, I went into my first game with the uncommon spot and his ability is, uh, whenever you draw a die and roll it outside of your roll and re-roll step, you draw an extra die. And I was sitting there thinking, okay, I'll just play Superhero Registration Act and use it with that. And then I had the Cosmic Cube, which was kind of jacking with Superhero Registration Act. Like, they didn't work well together. But I could see him, because he's only a two-cost, working really well with either that or relaxing. And don't quote me on this, but I think there was a a ruling a long time ago about the Dark Magician or something. It was any time that you draw a die, you pay two you, life you and take you draw two, another one. Yeah, you don't even pay. You just if take you, two life. If, if, I, if I remember that right, relaxing is three separate draws. Yeah, because it so says draw three times. Six dice. If you name relaxing right, you could get six dice with that guy. So that might be a good form of ramp. Um, 
I'll, I'll try to find that ruling and we can post it in yeah. the episode or something because I do remember it. The, the other thing, or is, just tell me he's wrong. Yeah, yeah. The, other, the other thing that came up is is in draft. Go ahead and draft a Guardians team. It, 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 oh it yeah, will yeah. Work. I'm not yeah. gonna Guardians lie. Is gonna be probably your strongest. Yeah. So so just when, in draft. When when we got to like you know like that last couple of rounds where it's just like all whatever. I was at one point. I'm just like, does it have a Guardians logo on it? If not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All of the guardians synergize well with other guardians. They so do. if you can get a few of them out, then you have some really stacked guardians because they're all buffing each other. And or, that's something or, yeah. that you don't always and, see with affiliations. And they've got like unique control elements among yeah. them. So it's like this guardian is kind of filling in this gap, this guardian's filling in this gap, and then yeah. these other two guardians are buffing everyone. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it, it is a pretty well-rounded team. Like I say, as far as drafting this set, yeah, go ahead and go with guardians. Yep. Oh, and then before I forget, because we had two super rares in our feed, not just one. Um, the first one, was, or the second one we got was Star-Lord. But Steve, you got the other super rare, which was... The uh, Punisher Sor- Sorcerer. Sorcerer Supreme. So he's a what-if? How did he he's play in the draft? Yeah. Uh, I, I, you, <laughs> I, I he played was, like a what-if? You can't buy him. You could, yeah, you like could a White not. Lantern. So what, what's his ability first? Okay, well, first of all, we need to mention that he has that wonderful Marvel Knights affiliation. Oh, that's and a, the Mystic affiliation. And the Mystic affiliation. <laughs> Two amazing affiliations that everybody amazing uses. support in this game. And, and you know, so the ancient one is really going to help with this. Wait a minute. <laughs> Reduce the cost by two. Yeah. <laughs> at a four cost. At a four cost. Crossover. Where you have to have all, yeah. all four. So it's, uh, you may not use question energy to purchase this die. Uh, this text can, may not be ignored. Basically a white lantern text. Mm-hmm. Uh, when fielded, each player KOs their, uh, their character die with the lowest attack. Okay. Which... That's actually pretty decent ability. When he's well, Russ is going to find a way to make that work. Yeah, and then when punish when uh, Punisher Sorcerer, Sorcerer Supreme attacks, KO target character die in the field zone with the lowest attack. So, so it seems like it's sort of it, it on paper. It sounds like it's semi good. Removal, Until right? you think what if they have sidekicks <laughs> in the field, like they just, can just yeah. keep sidekicks yeah, fielded. You, you can't bring him on a team of little chumps. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. and and the thing is, is it says the character die with the lowest attack, so so it could be yours. So if it's yours, wait, yeah. what what are his attack stats? I mean, it I'm could be curious. him. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what I was thinking. No, nah, he's a four, five, and seven attack. Right. So. Yeah, it could be him. It could be. Yeah, it's yeah. not likely, but it probably could be not him. the first time that he's KOing someone. But yeah. at that point, you keep you just, him in the field for two or three turns. He and attacking with him, he might be KOing himself after not too long. Yeah, at that point, you just don't attack with him and you leave him in there well, as a blocker. At that point, you're like, why did I draft this? I should have just taken that Daisy. Or Johnson. you attack, knock him out, and refield him and do his fielding ability again. <laughs> the, the, the only reason I could. I, I got him is because I pulled him. So this is a red stripe because you got to be ready, right? That's right. Yeah, I think uh, if you find yourself falling into the sort of trap and or mindset that I did, where you're not loving drafting and playing this set, try to think of all the fun that you'll have once you just own the cards and you can put them with other things. Uh, or, just I, play, or just play with a group of friends that yeah, you can I mean, make fun of them during the I match. really, really hope that everyone is playing with people that they enjoy because well, that's the way that it should be. Guys, I got some. You guys, you guys know how much <laughs> I hate rare drafting and foil drafting. This it might be a set where I say it might be okay for you to do that a little bit. Yeah, just because you just set yourself up if, for Doctor J was wrong. I wasn't wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I actually have to agree. We're still with right. Him. Rare drafting it's, and foil drafting is dumb. <laughs> this said it's less dumb. 
And, but like I said, it's still if, you, dumb, though. if you find yourself going, I'm, I'm an aggro player. I, I tend to try to have a pretty well laid out plan before I start rolling dice and it's not happening for you. Don't get bummed out. Just think of all the support that you'll have for your modern and your golden age teams. Oh, you are going to have a ton of support. It, that's, that's what kept me going. I'm, I'm still excited for this set, even though I genuinely just did not enjoy playing with just it. And I'm, aside from the fact that we have a good community and generally drafting is fun and the excitement of opening packs and all of that, I'm, I'm not looking forward to drafting yeah, this. Again, this- I'm not looking forward to playing this set. Honestly, like there's just nothing about it that appeals to me until I have the cards and I can do something else with them. Within set, I'm I've already lost interest, but I am very excited to brew with it. I disagree. Like I, I, I have good, to, I good. Have to, please yeah, disagree. Yeah. I, I, I do not too. want that to be the overall. <laughs> Let that be my isolated, uh, narrow-minded, aggro-only mindset. Go is, back to your guy guard. Totally yeah. shafting me <laughs> from enjoying a, a complex and diverse set. I, I'm, I hope that's the case. I'm going to agree and disagree with you at the same time. I, I, I agree. Uh, there's no aggro in this, and it doesn't really fit your playing style. On the other hand, there's a lot of fun stuff that you can mess around with in this. See, and, and so I like it. I really like I, it. I, I like this set. I like the draft because I like the challenge of the draft because you really have to think about getting a win condition. It's all, Picking your basic actions is a huge deal with this set. But if you can find the right cards to work together, (laughs) (laughs) if you can find the right cards to work together that aren't one against many in betrayal, (laughs) you can have a really good draft team. I mean, like like I said, if you happen to get that Madam Web, then you can have a good thing going there. If you can roll Yondu, then you could have a good thing going there. It's it's about the challenge of the draft that I love so much. And so, if you really like drafting and you really like the challenge, I think there's a really good one here. It's not just mind-numbing, I'm going to yeah. take so, so, this... So here's another question. Win. Say... No, don't draft, yeah. don't draft Ghost Rider. Yeah, uh, yeah don't draft <laughs> Ghost Rider. That's a good tip. So here's, here's, here's one question. If you're a new player who's listening to this because they're like, hey, I like Guardians, um, do you suggest this being their first dive-in? Is, is it yeah. new player friendly? Or if, like, if they really like Guardians, this is, the, I think, the set to go to to get the Guardians characters. Now, there's so many weird mechanics in this set that just we haven't seen before. They're so, kind of off the so, wall. So definitely, if this is your first game or first time jumping into Dice Masters, definitely do your homework, right? And try to understand a lot of if, the cards because you're going to need to... If this yeah, is your okay. first time sitting down to play Guardians and what you're doing is drafting, you better not be dead set on winning. You better be okay with losing because it's... Because there's there's it, a lot of these interactions are a little there's, more complex than some of the other sets we've I, had. Yeah, there's so many like not so obvious combos and so few obvious win conditions that a new player who doesn't understand some of the intricacies of the game, like down to you know the things that happen in your turn, like like I was saying earlier with Nebula and Cosmic Cube understanding where priority is and who determines yeah. priority. And you, you got to be the guy willing to say, hey, before you roll those, let me see what you got. Exactly. Um, if you don't know the game as well as the person playing against you, you're going to have a hard time. There's a lot of things that happen in weird windows or 
happened under specific conditions that if you're not relatively familiar with the game, you're going to have a really hard time against someone who is familiar with the game, which, I mean, goes for any set, but I feel like this set more so because there isn't a draft firefly and bolts. There isn't a <laughs> draft cheetah and attack all the time. Yeah, there, there is. So, so without that fast and easy win con, it's a lot more focused on on the intricacies of the game. And so, if you don't know them, if it's your first time playing, this is have prob- fun. Yeah, and it, be it, stoked it, that you got your Star Lord yeah. and your Rocket and your Groot, and have a lot of fun with it. If winning is the only thing that matters to you. D- d- don't yeah don't let that be the only thing that matters to you yeah. because you're gonna have a really really hard time with this yeah set. and i can't speak for other locations and metas and stuff but this is one definitely if i know a new player is just jumping in and stuff i'll look at them sitting at the draft table like hey if you don't understand something a hundred percent feel free to ask questions for this one definitely like, yeah and depending on the prize support i'm gonna eat them alive <laughs> <laughs> Winifeeds, I'm not helping you at all. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. All right. So any other last things you guys want to mention before we go? Um, just the dice are pretty. The dice like are very dice. pretty. And There's a lot of really good looking foils really, in this set. Yeah, yeah, really. The foil and game is the on The artwork point. is really good. And don't you nerds. <laughs> <laughs> don't, nerds. All right. Don't count on villains in this set. Yes. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> there are not. six yeah. there are six villains. I That's think it. we counted. That's and it. one yeah. of them is gonna ruin it if you do go that round. <laughs> the Thanos. So yeah, yeah, the common Thanos. Yeah. Um don't let all the negative things that I said in this episode sour you <laughs> before oh, you play it and don't. try it for yourself. Like, if you find that you agree with me, just focus on brewing. Mm-hmm. Give it a chance. I'm the minority here. There's three guys who really enjoyed playing it and drafting it and all of that stuff, and there's one guy who is pretty meh on the whole thing. I'm excited to brew with it and, outside of draft. And don't be afraid to draft an All-Guardians team. That. Mm-hmm. It's, it's total, be- in draft. It's totally yeah. Out, out, out of all the affiliations, I think that has. There's so many ways you could go. Yeah. So, so many, many guardians. Yeah, and wow. and you can you can draft an all guardians team and and do well in the draft. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. Yep. All right. So we want to hear from you guys because it's release week. So there's a lot of still untapped potential that's in the set that we haven't seen. I mean, because we didn't get all the cards. Oh, there's oh. there's a couple cards I'd like to talk about. Yeah. I still want to know what the rare Ronin does. Yeah. So <laughs> we want to hear from you guys. So you can always find us by shooting us an email, doubleburst at ktdata.net, or on our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash doubleburst. I, like, I always enjoy hearing from people. Uh, shout out to the guys from Brazil. Like... It blows my mind that there's somebody who is in a non-English primary language country that listens to us. That's awesome. Um, so we want to hear from you guys, and if even if it's just to say Dr. J is wrong, I, I revel in those two. And that's it for this episode of the Double Burst Podcast. We would love to hear from you guys. What do you think about this set? Do you love it? Do you hate it? Got any cool stories or hidden gems? Shoot us an email, doubleburst at ktdata.net, or leave it on our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash doubleburst. Check out doubleburst.com for past episodes, places to subscribe so you automatically get these episodes when they come out, and cool player resources. If you guys are looking for some cool custom card art or some dice bags, make sure you check out the KO Kings Etsy shop at etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash KO Kings Corner or just search for KO Kings Corner and Etsy. Big thanks to everybody who listens to the show. Everybody on the team appreciates it. And until next time, my friends, 
May your dice rolls be ever in your favor.